Hey guys, um, Mo's here with Neil again, and we're doing cardiovascular examination focused to infective endocarditis today. So, Neil, you want to tell us about our patient today? So we have Jane with us, um, a 56-year-old indigenous woman that's coming with three weeks of um, shortness of breath. Um, she has a history of um, rheumatic heart disease. Okay. Um, so we start with positioning. We want Jane to be lying down on the bed with the 45 degree angle. And um, now have a quick think about what would you see on general inspection looking at Jane on the bed. So yeah, Neil. So we want to see if um, Jane's of uh, a larger body habitus, if she's any in any sign of fatigue, uh, she's dyspneic, uh, she's anxious. Um, there's any diaphoresis, um, any mitral phases or pallor, any cyanosis, and um, with the, and any evidence of fever. Also with yeah. the body habitus, we want to check if she's had any specific weight loss um, lately, if we can check it with the data we've already had. And uh, moving to vital signs, um, again, have a quick think about what would you feel when you check the radio pulse? What would you see when you check blood pressure, rest rate, and temperature? So what would we see when we check the water signs, Neil? So we could get sinus tachycardia, um, low volume with the pulse. Uh, blood pressure could be uh, hypotensive or, or hypertensive. hypertensive yeah. uh, respiratory rate could be tachypneic and she would be febrile. Yeah, that's right. Um, moving on to the hands, so, what, are, what are we check for? So hands nail. So looking at her nails, um, we are checking her capillary refill time. Um, also looking to see if there's any um, cyanosis uh, in the peripheries. Looking for any splinter hemorrhages and clubbing. Yeah. What about? We look at the palms um, and check for any osseal nodes and Janeway lesions. Um, any pallor of the palm creases any warmth or sweating. Yep. Moving on to the patient's face and neck. Also, before we move on to the face and neck, we want to check for any signs of um, IV, track IV track marks in patient's arms in case the drug users. So what would you see in the face, Neil? Um, looking at the eyes first. So conjunctival pallor, scleral jaundice. Um, looking for conjunctival hemorrhage. Uh, and uh, likes to perform a fundoscopy, looking for rot spots. Yep, very specific. In the mouth, uh, we want to see if there's any peripheral or central cyanosis. Yep. And also mucosal petechiae. 
Important, yes. And what about the neck? Uh, looking for an elevated JVP and always uh, palpating the uh, characters for volume and character. Well done. Um, so now we're going to move on to the chest. Obviously doing anterior before posterior because it's a cardio case. So have a quick think of the things we want to check specifically for infective endocarditis. So Neil, walk us through anterior chest. Um, same as um, every cardio exam, we're looking for any scars from uh, previous surgeries like uh, median stenotomy, uh, abnormal pulsations, prominent veins, uh, and signs of any pacemakers. Sure. Uh, palpating the apex beat, um, checking for any heaves and thrills. Yeah. And then we auscultate uh, for any additional sounds, S3, S4, or any signs of uh, murmurs. Murmurs, very important in this case. Um, do you want to just quickly tell us what kind of murmurs you get with um, someone who potentially has had IV tract marks? Um, so most likely a tricuspid regurgitation. Yep. And what about patients with um, previous rheumatic heart disease? More likely to have mitral regurgitation in That's those right. patients. Yep, very important. Now moving on to posterior chest. On. Yep, so we palpate the um, sacrum for any edema, uh, percuss the lung bases to see if there's any dullness, and then auscultate for um, lung uh, bibasal crackles, wheezes throughout lung fields for any pulmonary edema. Yep, which is a result of heart failure if they have infective endo. Um, moving on to the abdomen, just very briefly think about a few things you want to look for in patient's abdomen. So yeah, Neil, tell us, tell us about abdomen. So start with inspection, uh, looking to see if there's any uh, obvious ascites, um, then percuss to see if there's the same thing as ascites, and palpate for organomegaly, which is hepatomegaly, splenomegaly, and scrotal edema. Yep. And uh, lastly, we want to check the legs. Um. So yep, legs now. In the legs, we're also looking for fetal edema, peripheral cyanosis, capillary refill time, and checking for peripheral pulses. All right. And um, just lastly, do you want to tell us what are the few most important investigations we want to do? Um, it's two very important ones. One's blood culture. Yep. Uh, you want to do repeat blood cultures and take from different sites as well. Absolutely. Um, and uh, you want to check the... Uh, heart function on echo. Echocardiogram, yep. And um, do you remember what are the organisms we're more likely to get? Uh, so if it's a subacute endocarditis, we're likely to get strep viridens. Viridens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and if it's an acute um, endocarditis, we're likely to get staph aureus. Right. Yeah. And um, just keeping in mind that subacute usually happens in people with uh, previous valvular issues or, you know, people who um, inject and stuff, so people who are prone to these sort of infections, but 
uh, acute endocarditis happens to healthy people mm. and it's um, it's a lot more severe and the time timeline of it, the course of disease is very much quicker than uh, subacute. Yep. And um, that's cardiovascular examination focused to infective endocarditis. Mm. Thanks, Neil. Oh,